Welcome to season one of the Lindsay Morgan Snyder podcast, where Lindsay will explore falling in love with love himself. In this season, we will hear from Lindsay and surprise special guests from her Hollywood network speak on topics such as the circumference of love, talking to love, trusting love, how to stop striving for love, how to let love in, how to let love out, how to let love pop out of your head and overflow. It's bound to be an exciting season. Now welcome your host, Lindsay Morgan Snyder. Hey guys, welcome to episode three. I'm so pumped. Oh my goodness, this is going to be so good. So I don't know how your week was. I'm hoping it was amazing and that you heard from your papa in heaven because I know he adores you more than anyone in the whole universe. That is a fact. I have no doubt about that one. I could take that one to the bank. I don't know what the bank would give me for it. Probably not much, but let's just say I would take it to the bank if that was a thing. So today we are going to talk about trusting love. I know, so fun. And I'm not talking about trusting love as just this random word. We've talked enough about this idea of trusting love himself, that God is love, and that in order to love someone, you have to trust them. And in order to trust someone, you have to know them. And in order to know them, you have to talk to them. And that's, you know, in any of our relationships, if you think about it, I'm not married and I've been running around, you know, the (laughs) running around in life a lot. So I've, you know, I've got a bunch of different friends and family in different states and stuff. And I I truthfully don't get to talk to all of them all the time. Um, because there's a lot of them that I love and I just, you know, have life that I need to do as well. So, you know, I'm not saying like we have to talk to them all the time, but we do have to know how to talk to them. We do have to have conversations with them. And if we have to have conversations with humans to get to know them, to trust them, to love them, then we surely have to have conversations with love himself. Now, luckily, Jesus is the word. That's what it says. And so reading, reading the word is, is getting to know the Lord. That is the main thrust of how we get to know the Lord is the word because it says that Jesus is the word. But as we talked about last week, The Holy Spirit lives inside of us and Jesus gave him to us as a gift. So the Holy Spirit will speak to us inside, inside of our our thoughts. It's not every thought. I'll tell you that for sure. It's by far not every thought. But being intentional, learning to talk to the Holy Spirit is a beautiful way to commune with him, to commune with with the Trinity, to to commune with Jesus and the Father. So that's what we talked about last week. And I hope you guys all experienced that. Again, you know I want to hear from you. So jump on any of my many, many platforms as we all have. Um, but the Instagram, the Facebook or my website where my email is, and I'd love to hear from you. But today we're going to talk about trusting love. And trusting love comes from talking with love, to be honest with you. 
You know, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all of your ways and he will make your path straight. The Bible talks so much about trusting God. And I think as humans, like trust is something that, you know, is can be difficult for us. You know, we, we've all been hurt in life. It's unfortunately just going to happen. And, you know, when we get hurt, I think trust gets eroded. And, you know, there are people that speak better on that whole subject than me. But but it's it's just simply something that's going to happen. And learning to trust love is going to be the safest way to begin our trusting journey. I don't know about you guys, but I've had a lot of trouble with trusting people with trusting men, with trusting myself. <laughs> and it has been quite a journey to learn to trust. But the Lord knew that he was perfect and I'm imperfect. And he knew that me working on trusting him was then going to make me, my ability to trust others and to trust myself so much easier. So as as, as interesting as the walk has been to learn to trust God, he knew this is only going to help her in all of her other relationships if she learns to trust me first because I am the most trustworthy quote unquote person in her life and will always be. People are just imperfect, but Jesus is perfect. So I always say, you know, when it's just me and Jesus, it's so nice because he's he's perfect and I'm imperfect. And that means there's only one imperfect person in the relationship, and that's me. But when it's me and another human, it's like me, I'm imperfect. That other human is imperfect. There's a lot of imperfectness going on in that relationship. So to learn to trust a perfect person, although it's hard, it is hard, I'm not going to lie. It's a journey. Although that can be hard, it's actually the safest way to learn trust because people are broken. I mean, they're beautiful and they're broken. I, as a human, am beautiful and am broken, you know? And, and I know we don't want to carry that as our, our identity in Christ. We are perfected and I get that. But like on this earth, like, you know, none of us have reached this fully perfect character and things of that nature. Um, so trusting love because God is love. So we are learning to trust love, not as a thing, but as a person that is Jesus Christ. And well, I just love that. I don't know about you guys. So, um, I, I did go to Bethel school of supernatural ministry. Some of you might be like, that's so cool. Some of you might be like, I don't know if I can listen to this girl's podcast because you might not like them. And that's totally fine. I get it. We're all different. We all learn differently. And I totally understand. But, but Bill Johnson, um, is one of, you know, my heroes of the faith. And one of his, one of my most favorite quotes from that man was, and I hope I get it right, <laughs> was bold faith stands on the shoulders of quiet trust. And I just love that because it's true. The Bible talks a ton about faith. 
the kingdom of God, you know, it's, it's all about faith. You know, we can't please God without faith. Like if we have the faith of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. You know, you, you guys know most, you know, we probably know what scripture says. And if you don't awesome, so pumped you're here, you know, but, um, it talks a lot about faith. And, you know, there's so many things we as humans try to do. We try to muster up faith. You know what I mean? We try to like stir up our faith. We try to like believe even though we don't believe. And, you know, God, I just think he thinks we're so cute for trying. You know, he's like, they are so cute. But here's the thing. I believe and have learned on my own journey. So this is out of my own experience. Um, not saying this is, you know, the truth, the truth, the truth, but it, but it is something I've learned and want to share is that trust is faith. Like trusting is having faith in someone or something. And so for me to learn to, to trust God, like legitimately trust him with all kinds of things, you know, whether it be like, how am I going to pay, you know, my bill in two days that I don't have money for? Like, how am I going to know that you're taking care of my family? Like, how do I know that you have a husband for me? Like, how do I know, you know, all the questions we all have, I mean, we all have these legitimate questions, you know, um, things that God asks us to have faith about. Well, what he's really, I believe, asking us is to trust him with this, that, and the other. And I remember when I first became a Christian, I had a lot of control issues. Typically, control is rooted in fear. And then to ask ourselves a a good question is, what do I fear? Like, if I'm trying to control something, there's something underneath that. There's something that I fear. That's why I'm trying to control it. And so if we can ask ourselves, what am I fearing? It will start to unloosen the uh, entanglement of fear around a situation. And that took me a heck of a long time to learn, y'all. That's the reason I love doing this podcast because I want to impart my breakthrough to you. I want to impart my breakthrough to you. Um, I want to... I want to teach you what I've learned and therefore you don't have to learn it the hard way. You don't have to learn it the long road. You know, you can be like, I'm going to take that and I'm going to implement it. I'm going to move forward way faster than Lindsay did. You know, that's my hope. That's the reason I'm doing this. So, you know, with, with trusting God, for me, it was a moment by moment. It was a moment by moment surrendering that he was God and I was not God. And I know that sounds a little bold, but it's true. You guys, I think sometimes we think we're in control because we think we have to, we have to do it ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. We have to, you know, do the right thing in order for the right thing to happen. And I'm not saying that God doesn't ask us to be obedient. We do have to, you know, do what he says. And and that does matter in scenarios. Of course it does, but surrender is really what I believe the Lord is looking for nine times out of 10. And surrendering is only possible when we trust who we're surrendering to. So I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I've, that's what I really discovered is that we can only surrender to someone that we trust. And that is, you know, 
not easy. So for me, I had to learn to trust moment by moment. I had to learn to surrender moment by moment. And I had to talk to God like about the silliest things, things that you guys would be like, God doesn't have time for that. Well, I used to think that too. I used to think that God did not have time for my silly little issues when there was a world out there hurting. I'm like, God doesn't have time for me. He he doesn't have time for me. He needs to help the people that are starving. He needs to help the people, you know, that, that have real problems. And he doesn't have time for my little goofy, weird problems. But that's actually the biggest lie ever because God is big enough to care about that weird parking place that you're looking for and he's and he and he's big enough to care about the starving orphan at the exact same time and that's what makes him God and doesn't make us God because we as people cannot hold everyone's problems. We cannot do that. But God can. And that's what makes him so amazing. And so learning to trust him. God's so patient. He will He will let us learn to trust him with the silliest things at first. You know? With the silliest things at first. And then he asks us to trust him with the bigger thing. And the bigger thing. And the bigger thing. And the bigger thing. And the bigger thing. So, so don't feel discouraged if, don't feel discouraged if, if you have to start trusting him with, with the, the tiny little decisions, the tiny little things, because God wants to show you that he is trustworthy. He wants to show you that he is trustworthy. Even when we are scared out of our pants. I get it. I get it, y'all. I get it. Fear is real. It is annoying and it is a liar, but it is very, very real in our human experience. And, you know, trust, trust is a way to learn love, to learn to, you know, when we, when we trust someone, then our hearts open up to love them more. And the opposite of fear, I don't believe is faith. The opposite of fear is love because the Bible says that love casts out fear. It doesn't say that faith casts out fear. It says love casts out fear. But I believe faith has a part to play in it because trust, trusting God is faith. They're, this, they're parallel. They're, 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 they're a parallel. They go hand in hand. And if you trust God, you basically have faith in God. That's what it is. And so therefore you can then learn to love and receive God's love more and more. And that is what is going to kick fear out of your, out of your situation. It's what's going to kick fear to the curb. It's going to kick fear out y'all. So it, again, this is not a like one, two, three, I got it figured out thing. This is a journey. It's something to chew on with the Lord, but it is, it is the way. It is the way. So I bless you today. I'm pumped to talk to y'all next week. Um, Remember, I want to hear from you. So, you know, reach out to me on my Instagram, Lindsay Morgan Snyder, Instagram. Oh, I already said that. Facebook, Lindsay Morgan Snyder. My website, Lindsay Morgan Snyder. My email's on my website. Feel free to reach out. Also, I know this is what, yeah, we're on our our third episode. If you're loving this, y'all, it would help me tremendously for you to leave a review on on Apple 
Apple Podcast or Spotify, you know, leave a review um, on how this has helped you. And that would help me so much. So I bless you. I bless you this week. Take care. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks, guys, for spending time with us. We so look forward to next time as Lindsay explores more on this thing called love. Jump on over to lindsaymorgansnyder.com or follow her on any of the social platforms at Lindsay Morgan Snyder. Letting Love In, How God Renews Relationships by Crushing Your Inner Critic is Lindsay's first book, and it's available now on Amazon. But before we go, we want to thank our dear friends at Signature Sound Club for the beats. And the voice you're listening to is Nathan Madden. It's been great spending this time with you. Until next time.